Thanks for tuning in to the Dope Vision Experience Podcast. Your boy, Frank Nitty. I'm back for another episode. And as you guys know, man, within this podcast, I like to do mini series within my podcast series. And so this one's going to be a wrap up of the new reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the new Bel-Air show that actually released on the Peacock Network. If you guys haven't had a chance to watch it, I would say highly suggest you guys go rock, watch it because I'm going to talk about the first four episodes that they, they dropped on it. And I kind of want to just get into it. And so I don't want to be the one to spoil it for you. But if you guys haven't had a chance to watch it, I highly suggest you go and watch it. Otherwise, I am going to be doing some spoiler droppers for you. So I just want to go ahead and get into it, man. I won't make it too long for you guys. I just kind of want to like expound on the things that I saw. Uh, overall, I thought the show was okay. You know what I mean? I was just, when I saw first saw the trailer because I've been tied to the old Fresh Prince of Bella, like most of you guys have. We grew up with this show. We grew up with Will. We grew up with Carlton, Lisa, and everybody within that show. We actually grew up and we saw, you know, the first unviv to the second unviv, and we didn't quite know how the, I didn't quite know how the show was going to shake up or shape out because, you know, we were so tied to the show and I didn't know if I was going to like the new show or not. So, you know, I kind of had my reservations about it when I first saw the trailers. I wasn't kind of drawn in. I was like, uh, I don't know. They kept airing it. And because it's a black show, I like to support these black shows. So I, I said, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm not going to just, you know, not watch the show just because I have a, a, a tie to the old show. So I decided to say, okay, let me go ahead and sit down and give it a chance. And it's four episodes. And so when I got into the, when I got into the first episode, I didn't really think about at the time and as a show it kind of unfolded and I was like wow this show hasn't gone off yet because we're so you know we're so conditioned to watch a Will Smith show with a 30 minute show with all the commercials it's probably like 22 minutes so I thought the show was going to be in and out kind of like that and I really really ready to sit and watch a whole show which is an hour which is a good good thing and so one of the things that I think they did good about the show they stretched it out to an hour and also they kind of flipped it from a comedy to more of like a drama and I think that's what kind of helped uh, propels the story forward and it gives it the opportunity to be on the platform, uh, be on the network and the platform a little bit longer because it has an hour long show and there's really no fillers uh, with all the commercials and things like that. So it's just straight giving you the uh, the show. And so with them being able to, you know, come out with the show, talk about the story, we all know that he was from West Philly, you know, he had gotten some trouble, he moved out with his auntie and Uncle Phil and all them, and I went out to Bel Air, and, and he kind of started the show off in that manner, you know, we kind of, he came in from Philly, and he had, he still had his Philly swag going, and they weren't quite used to him, they were more of a upper, it was in the upper class of, you know, out there in Bel Air, and they had the house, they had the butler, they had everything, and so he wasn't quite accustomed to that because he came from West Philly, where he was basically struggling with him and his mom, and his dad had left, and so he just didn't quite know how to adapt. But in the show, you know, they kind of put a spin on it. They kind of show a little bit more how he got in trouble when he was in Philly. You know, he was a basketball star, him and his boy. You know, they were getting pressed by this guy who, this young kid that was around the age. You know, of course, he kind of see Will doing his thing. He got an opportunity to kind of, the scouts to come see him. He's dropping big points. He can get a, get a new scholarship to go to VCU. You know, and so his and some one of the homies that he probably knew growing up, you know, he was out in the streets. He got, you know, got in some trouble, maybe went to juvie and got locked up. And he see Will kind of rising. And of course, he got a little jealousy towards Will. And so he kind of challenged Will like, hey, you know, I, if it wasn't if I didn't go to juvie, I would have been the man more or less. And so Will, like, you know, trying to shrug it off and not really paying any attention to him as his homeboy. But as you can see, you know, 
the boy is really kind of pushing Will, like kind of calling him out, and Will's ego is not going to just let him get get to him. And so he's like, he's going out, and he's you know he's like, look, man, what are we gonna do? You know, I got he, he's about to like they want to scrap it out, but they didn't quite scrap or anything. They didn't get it. They didn't get into it. You know, what I mean, they kind of like you know gave it a talk, and everybody's watching on the block, and so you got to kind of hold up in West Philly because it's a tough area. So the boy pulled, showing the pistol, and kind of like Will kind of backed off, and he kind of let him know, hey, if you're not pussy, come over here to the court and let's get it in. And so Will's like, man, he kind of like, I don't know. And his boy like, and, and Will's like, man, I got to go, man. I got to go show him that I ain't pussy, man. I got to go play. And dude's like, man, you know how he is. You know what's going to go down if you beat him, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, man, look, I got to go do it regardless. So him and his boy, they lace up, they go over there, they play two on two. And and before they get started, of course, when you get to the court, it's all about, you know, showmanship. They want to, like, let's bet something. He's like, hey, let's bet. And so the neighborhood hustler, the D-boy come over, you know, he already let him know, like, look, we paying, if you win, you get two stacks. I win, you come work for me. And so Will's like, uh, all right, let's do it. And so they, they hooping and they balling, they going hard and they playing and, you know, they're getting baskets, Will's getting baskets, his homies getting baskets, they shooting, they going back and forth. And obviously Will comes out on top and know he's talking shit to the boy, let him know like, I'm, this my this my city, I'm the king of the city, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the top dog. And so the boy, you know, it's almost like in the bowl of the rim when, you know, the, the loser, the boy hit the ground and all of a sudden he's upset because everybody's celebrating Will. And what does he do? He throws the ball and instead of hitting Will, he hits the D-boy. And the D-boy automatically, like, who did it? And so and because he's already upset that Will won and he got to pay Will, he automatically went to Will, like, like what's going on? And so now, you know, Will kind of trying to stand up for himself, haul off and hit the D-boy, and it goes down. They jump on his boy. You know, Will goes to the backpack where his homie kind of had the pistol for let him know, like, before they even went over there, he's like, look, man, I got this, I got this in, the, in my backpack. He's like, man, we're we not even going to need that. But he's like... I don't know, man. You know, we just got to be able to protect ourselves. And so Will goes over to the backpack. He pulls it out, pulls it, shoots it in the air. Pop, pop, pop. Well, not pop, pop, pop. He shoots it. Pow. Let him know, like, look, I got the pistol. And he aims it at the shard, which is a D-boy. And he let him know, like, hey, if you pull this pistol, man, you you about to shoot me. Because if not, I'm going to kill you. And so Will doesn't really have that energy about himself to actually pull the trigger and kill somebody because that's not in his nature. And with the D-boy letting him know, like, hey, look, you don't, if you don't pull it, I'm going to take care of you, bro. Let him know. Like, kind of give him that, like, give him that real. And so all of a sudden, the police pulls up. He dropped the pistol. Everybody, they all get locked up. You know, Will and the boy get locked up. And so now they're in jail, and Will's just like, man, what the fuck just happened, man? Like, I went over there in his mind. He's like, man, I went over there, and I went to just go play ball. And now I'm locked up in here. And the boy Rashad over in the other cell putting the, doing a trigger finger to the brain, letting him know, like, hey, look, you dead, bro. Like, when we get out of here, you dead. And so Will is all shook up. He don't know what to do. And it's just like his mind is just going crazy because they locked up in the jail. And so the kind of the night passed. And next thing you know, you see Will, they come and get him out the cell. Well, we thought it was going to be his mom or something like that. But instead, it was just like his mom. It was like they come and get him, they put him in the car, and he's like going to the airport, and he's like trying to let his mama know, like, you know, this is what kind of went down. And next thing you know, he's on a flight to L.A. And that's kind of how the the backstory of the West Philly incident, because we kind of see it in the in the montage of the original show. He just kind of get in trouble with the basketball, and then next thing you know, he's kind of going off, and they kind of starting the show. 
but this actually kind of put it in the mindset of like what really happened. And it kind of kind of gives you a really good backstory, which I kind of liked about it. And so he's out in West, he's out and now he's out of LA. He's kind of like in no man's land. He doesn't know what's going on. His uncle is there. His uncle is actually, you know, got a party going on and he's trying to run for district attorney and they up in his, they, they in his world. And, you know, he just coming out there, out the, off the plane. He young, his daddy not being around. He got the Philly swag and, you know, he's up and around. He's all these uppity people and he doesn't necessarily know what's going on because he don't know like why he's there. He just kind of like got, he just like there. And so now he's meeting all the family members and, you know, everybody's kind of run up to him, but he's still the young kid from Philly. And so everybody's kind of looking at him because he's sticking out like a sore thumb. And just the overall of the show is, it's been going pretty good. The pacing of the show is good. You know, Will is an okay actor. I think the guy that they had for him, you know, I didn't quite, I wasn't quite drawn in with them at first, but then after a while, after the first couple of episodes, he kind of, you know, draw me in, you know, Hillary, you know, she's a like she's kind of the Hillary, but she's kind of doing her own thing. She's trying to like be a cook. And then you have Carlton, you know, he's he's not like the Carlton that we know from the old show. So I think that was one of the misses they had on the show. I think Carlton wasn't wasn't that wasn't the guy that they actually needed for that role. I think they should have probably recasted his role. I don't know I don't know if they're gonna recast it, you know, at any point. But I have seen some some backlash on them choosing him. They don't really like the guy. You know, of course, you know, they try to talk about him and his looks and all the other things, but I don't really care about that. I just wanna I don't I care about more or less his acting chops when it came to that role. I didn't think he did a I didn't think he did a good job with that role. So that's only one of the only misses I think they did for the show. Um Viv is kinda cool. You know, you got you got Jeffrey, man, G is just different, man. You know, he he's not that G the butler that you got you know, on the original show. You know, he's more of a, you know, he's more of a baller, more of a, you know, he a player on the show. You know what I'm saying? He clean cut, got the beard, got the suit, he tailored everything. You know what I mean? He's not just catching bags and doing all those different things. He more or less like, you know, Uncle Phil's man, like his right-hand man when it comes to like doing all the, you know, stuff in the streets or whatever the case may be. You know, but it's just not like that same Jeep, but he's still, you know, he cool, he calm, he collected. And then you got Ashley and you got Unvib, you know, and Unvib, you kind of see a little bit more of her as a, a individual as well. You know, she didn't really get a shine much on the original show, but, you know, she get a little bit more screen time on this show because she's really interacting with Will and, you know, the kids and, and also working with, you know, Uncle Phil. And it's just different, man. I just think everybody's roles kind of like um, a little bit ele elevated and also a little bit opposite of the original, original cast, the original crew and cast members and how they were acting. So I think they may have done this on purpose so that we can kind of get out of mindset and not think that, hey, look, this is just not the same Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that you guys saw when you were coming up. We're going to put a spin on it. This is reboot. We're going to kind of, you know, evolve the characters. And because it's a drama, they can kind of do that. And then you also have Jazz. You know, he's on the show as well. So the show overall is just it's it was good it was it was a good couple of first episodes you know you know when it, because of course Will he gets there he's he's like out of place and him and Carlton are just not getting along you know Carlton is being Carlton you know he's being uppity preppy kid you know kind of freezing Will out giving Will a hard time and so Will is just trying to like fight and scrap and trying to get into this world and he's not really kind of uh, morphing into it yet because he still like got the West Philly in him he don't quite know how to adapt to this this new situation. He doesn't know how long he's going to be there. And then he's also stressed about his homeboy because his homeboy's back at home that was on the court with him. You know, they looking for him. He, you know what I'm saying? D-boy looking for him. And then he eventually, they eventually find him. He gets shot. And so there's just a lot of stress on Will. You know, he's trying to trying to incorporate himself in the new system that they got going on out there in Bel Air. But then at the same time, he has to worry about the, the guys back at his hometown. 
eventually catching up with his homeboy. So he's just really worried about a lot of stuff that's going on. So starting a new school, dealing with Carlton, you know, but at this, but what, what's, what's the good part about it is that, you know, his cousin Hillary has been really, you know, really helpful for him. Like let him know like how to play the game with the parents, how to play the game with Carlton, you know, the ins and outs and kind of give him a little, little insight on how things work out there in their world, you know what I mean? And so she's been very helpful for, to him. And of course he bumps into Lisa, which is Carlton's ex-girlfriend, and he doesn't know that there's an ex-girlfriend and he has a liking to her and she kind of likes him. But she knows that that's Will's. She she eventually finds out that that's Carlton's cousin. So she's kind of like iffy about it. And because Carlton is wrapped up into his own little world, you know, he's doing coke. You know, he, and that's one of the reasons why Lisa kind of broke up with him. He's like, you know, he's always coked out because he's, I don't know why he's doing coke. Maybe the pressures of being, you know, the, D, the, the future DA son or just being Carlton in general. The high pressures of that, you know, of that of that world that he's in, because he is like the go-to man at the school. Everybody looks up to him. He's the black guy. Everybody, he's the he's a uh, the head uh, person that's on the team of the lacrosse. So you know, he's probably the head student council. Whatever this stuff is, he's pretty much leading the pack, and everybody like looks toward look at him, and he's kind of like whatever he says, kind of gospel in the school, and you can kind of see that. You know, he's kicking it with his homeboys. He's kind of freezing Will out, and he sees that what's happening between Lisa and Will, and he doesn't like it. And so they're at a party, and Will's just kind of like really – they're digging each other. They're talking, and all of a sudden, you know, Carlton, he's go, he's all coked up, and he comes over and enraged because his homeboys and kind of, you know, put it in his head. They're like, how are you going to let your cousin do this? He goes over while they're by the pool, and he shoves Will in the pool. And if you are anybody that doesn't know how to swim – that scene really resonated with me because before I knew how to swim, my cousin them did that to me. They would come and they would just shove me into the pool and it's like sink or swim, even though you don't know how to swim. And so they just trying to watch you struggle. And because Lisa is that person that swims, she's on a swim team and she's really trying to get to the Olympics. She dives in and saves him and he gets out of the pool and immediately he's enraged because he doesn't know how to swim. He could have almost drowned. And he just like, and, and Carlton just like looking at him, not knowing that he doesn't know how to swim. And he's like drowning in the pool. And so he gets out and he's upset. And, and so Will tried to like calm himself and didn't want to do anything. But Carlton kind of egged him on a little bit. And in front of everybody, Will walks over to him and like put them hands on Carlton. He put them paws on Carlton, beat him up pretty bad. And they filmed it. And that's the first thing they see. They see Will, they see Will online, you know, with the school you know, everybody like sees him beating up Carlton and his aunt Viv and uncle, uncle, uncle Phil. They're already like hesitant, like, man, what's going on? We just got him out here. You know, I had to move heaven and mountains to get him, get these charges off of him. Like, what, what is he doing? And so, but they don't understand that the dynamic that's happening between Will and Carlton, and because Carlton's kind of feel threatened about his whole world is crumbling. You know, his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend's now into his cousin, his his mom, his, his mom is like taking a liking to Will. His pops is more or less like feel more involved, trying to get more involved in Will. And at one point in time, it was just all about him. You know, everything he wanted because he was the, he was a male, he was a boy, and so everything was about him. So now you have this new male in the house that's threatening your throne. And so he feels it and he's just like lashing out because he doesn't know how to control his emotions because one, I think, is just the coke in him. He's always coked up. He always had to have, you know, uh, coke in the system to kind of like try to calm his nerves and, 
You know, it just go and it continues to go on and on and on between him and Will. There was also a situation where Will was, you know, trying to get onto the basketball team, and they they found they found coke in his they found coke in his in his backpack, and he's like, "Man, I don't do this." He's like, "I don't I don't do drugs. I don't even know what that is." And the way they kind of came up to him was like, "Hey, we need to see your backpack." He was like, "Uh, what for what? You know, what's going on? Why you need to see my backpack?" He's like, "You know, we got suspicion that you." You know, might be having something he's like, man, I don't, I don't have anything, and so he gives him the backpack. They find coke in the backpack, and immediately trying to, you know, get him in trouble. And so we, and so Carson finds out that his buddy actually put the put the coke in there because when they was at the party, Will knocked him out too. So he's upset at the white boy, and he's upset with Carson. So he beat Carson's up, and he punches and, and knocks the white boy out. So the white boy feels like this is way of getting back at him because he knows that if he gets caught with the with the dope, he's gonna get his spell. And so now they're trying to fix it. You know, they're trying to, you know, trying to figure out a way to fix it, but they don't know understand that this is could be Will's last shot, sending him back home. They see he has Coke in his backpack, but what happens is, you know, Will goes to, you know, his Aunt Viv and, and, and Uncle Phil and let him know, like, hey man, I didn't do it. I don't I don't do Coke. I don't do drugs. I'm an athlete. Why would I do that? And they kind of try to, you know, he was like, Hey, look, I'll take a I'll take a, a drug test right now to try to prove you guys I don't do that type of stuff. Like, that's not me. I'm a sports athlete. I don't do drugs. And so what they try to do, they try to uh, really believe him, but you know, they try to go to Carlton. He's like, who could have put Carlton made it did it? They try to figure out what's going on. So what they decide to do, they go to the school and they talk to the principal. And the principal's trying to do an open shut case because they already got the information. They're like, nah, did you guys look at the tape? Like, no, we didn't look. Well, how the hell you didn't look at the tapes? They tell me, how the hell you didn't look at the tapes? So now they have to go back and look at the tapes and they kind of buy some some time, get him my suspension. So now he's also trying to get into the basketball team because he has an opportunity to try to go to college to get a scholarship trying to continue because he is a D1 athlete. He was he was going to be scouted for a good school. And so the, the basketball team is giving him, you know, the coach kind of giving him a hard time and he's trying to work his way on the team. He eventually works his way onto the team and now the family is excited about him going to see his basketball game. But the crazy thing is he had a basketball game at same the same time, the same day as Carlton and his lacrosse game. So the family's like, hey, look, we're gonna split it up. We're gonna go see, we're gonna go see Will's game, and then we're gonna come see your game. But before Will was there, you already know he salted because before Will was there, they were all like at his games, every game, watching every play, and he's getting all the shine. But now Will's there, and they're going to his game, you know, and he's doing good because he didn't start the game. They just want to kind of go see and show support for him, let him know that the family's behind him. He eventually gets in the game while they're down. You know, he brings them back, and they're balling, and the game is tight. And they're like, hey, look, we gotta go see Carlton. And they was like, well, let's give it five more minutes. They eventually give him five more minutes, and that five minutes turns into like another five, ten minutes, or whatever it takes. And they watch Will Will win the game. And so, all while this is happening, the game is happening. Um, you can see uh, Carton. He's at his lacrosse game, and he sees in the stands that nobody there to support him like they normally would. And he knows they're at Will game, they, so he feels like internally that they're choosing him, they're choosing uh, Will over him. And so he gets into a rough housing with one of the guys on the field, and he eventually gets a gets a, a green, a red card or yellow card, whatever card it is in the lacrosse. And then he gets another one, and then he cusses out the referee and he gets thrown out the game. And he's probably never done that before because he's so enraged about the family not showing up for him and being there for Will. And so what he does is he goes to the he goes to his locker and he goes and get, hits a line of coke. I told you, he's always doing coke. We never thought Will see Carlton do a coke. He goes does a line of coke and then he goes out and he sees Will at the basketball game. He sees the family watching him and that just makes him so enraged and so so amped up that he can't really deal with it, man. Like 
this is really bothering him. So we know that the dynamic between those two on the normal show, they had their situations, but they always were cousins. They always found ways to kind of work together and, and be a team. But this one right here is almost like the conflict. They're the total opposites, and they're having a hard time getting together and do different things. They have also, they see Will, you know, influencing, you know, things that's happening for the for his uncle. Like he actually, they were out getting trying to get people to sign up to go out and vote and with him and Carlton they couldn't get it because Carlton was in trying to be in a black neighborhood and he's trying to talk to black people in his uppity voice and Will just watching him drown to the point where Will's like man let me just try let me try my way and so people will start to open up to Will and Will just like getting all these signatures and and then all of a sudden he gets upset with Will because he's like man why, why are you doing this why are you telling these people he's like look man they don't really care about the situation what you're talking about we need to be talking about what they what's what they're focusing on the things that bother them these are the real things that people care about, man. They don't really care about those things that you're preaching to them. And so he's really upset on the way to how how he's handling himself and how he's talking to people. But that doesn't matter. People want to be talking to like they're real people and they want to be uh, want their voices to be heard. And the way that Carlton talked to him, he's talking from a rich boy, a rich kid perspective. And Will's talking from a you know from a kid from West Philly who really in the streets and really know about what's really happening on the poor side of town. So he invites. So Will, what he does, he invites everybody to the to the skating rink. For the district, for his uncle Phil's, you know, private event, and he was like, "Man, this is a private event. Why are you inviting everybody?" He was like, "Man, I told him that you know they sign up, they can come to the event, they can ask their questions, things like that. So they have to get back and try to convince, you know, the deep, their uncle Uncle Phil. Well, Uncle Phil's like, "Man, why did you do that, Will? Like, what are you doing? Like, we have this event for closed events. It's private. We had to pay for the plates." He's like, "Man, look, this could be something good for you, man, because the people want to talk to you and they want to get you on a level because you went on. He was on the Big Boy Show and they all they asked about him was his money because he has a lot." Of money and so they're like they don't really really they feel like he doesn't relate to them and he's in and will's coming to the perspective like look man they will like they will come to your if you come to the level and talk to them then they can answer the questions and then you may be able to resonate with these people you may be able to get the black vote because he's he he's a black man but the black people don't want to rock with him because he has a status as far as like out out surpass them as far as his money and he doesn't see like what's really going on and the people down there is like, look, nah, man, we, we're not really feeling him. But now they're at the skating rink and seeing how he's had opportunity to open up and really answer their questions. But his main thing is he doesn't want to ruffle the fellas of the of the police department you know, and, and the chief of police. And that's where he's trying to continue to tote that, that company line where it's time to get off the company line. You know, he has to talk to the people the way they want to be talked to and, and, and listen to their concerns and actually do the things that need to be done and not just continue to care to uh, talk the company line and just keep doing the same things that have been going from district attorney to district attorney. You continue to lock up our young black and brown kids and different things like that. So they want their, you know, they want their things that they want um, talked about and, and for you to be able to talk about those things and that's what's going to allow you to get into the office and get our vote and that's how they feel about it. But, you know, it kind of comes down to, you know, what Carlton and and uh, Will relationship is going to be like, because the, the whole show is kind of centered. It feel like it's centered around that relationship and their dynamic and other things. Everything else kind of falls, you know, secondary to that.
You know, we do see, you know, uh, Hillary, she's trying to become like one of these uh, renowned cooks or she wants to be known for her cooking. She has a, her Instagram followers up and her mom's just seeing her like kind of falling on her face because, you know, she wants her to be, she wants her to go to school. She wants her to get good grades, get, get, a, get, a, get, a, get a good job. But Hillary's like, no, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to cook. Cooking is my passion. And so she's trying to get with these, her mom's trying to settle her with these, these different companies and they want to change her. They want her to do her, her black food. They want her to use less spices and use less spices and things like that and she's like no this is my heritage this is what i want and she can kind of see that that they won't let her do the things that they want that she wants to do they have to approve everything that she does and she feels like they're changing her and so what she did she turned it down her mom just wasn't feeling that you know what i mean they just kind of feel like she's just wasting her time and living off their money where Hillary's just trying to chase her passion, she just just doesn't know how to go about doing it. You know what I mean? Her mom just keep like at her and on her back. So these are just some of the different dynamics of the show. Like I said, I, overall, I think I'll keep watching it because I want to see where the show goes. I'm going to give opportunity. You know, sometimes you just got to give the show a chance to breathe and get the character development a little bit, a little bit better and. And also, you know, the writing gets a little bit stronger as the season goes. So I want to see where it goes. But like I said, man, this is just a little quick you know, recap of the show, man. I hope you guys are, you know, watching the show or, or going to watch the show. I hope I didn't get any spoilers for you. But I will try to come back to you guys once they drop on another episode or a couple of episodes. And I'll come back and do this, re this recap for you, man. But until the next time, man, I want to say thank you for listening to this recap of the Bel Air show that dropped on Peacock. I hope you guys enjoy it, man. If you guys want to continue to talk about this and you guys want to talk about it on a offline or do something on a Discord or something like that, man, please go to my Instagram page. There's a link in there, and it'll take you straight to the invite. Jump in there. Let's talk about it. Let's chat. Also, I'll be doing a recap on the Snowfall show. If you guys are going to watch that, I would love to talk to you guys about that as well. I'll probably come back and do another recap on that when the show airs. And so until the next episode or until I see you guys in the Discord, this your boy Frank Nitty from The Sip. I'm out. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to grab some merch, canvas prints for your home or office, or see the full-length video from this episode, please visit dovision.com. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at DoVisionSF. Also, send me an email of someone you'd like to hear on the podcast at DoVisionSF at gmail.com. Also, please join the DoVision Club at Patreon.com forward slash DoVision for early access to the content and some of the behind-the-scenes look of some of the episodes that I create. While you're listening, don't forget to hit, hit the subscribe button and comment on the podcast as well as my YouTube channel and turn on those post notifications so that you'll be notified each and every time I drop a new episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, collaboration over competition. Until next time, this is your boy Frank Nitty, and I'm out.